Welcome to the SI Farmer Podcast, podcast where we talk farming, business, marketing tactics, the things that help us think about marketing and help us execute marketing plans better, the mindsets. You know, if it's farming or marketing, we'll probably talk about it on this podcast, and today's no exception. I had a conversation with a, a gentleman the other day, and he asked an interesting question. It's one that you know, I've struggled with I've struggled with answering this question for many years in my own businesses, and that is, how do you market your farm when you are an introvert? Now he asked it a little differently, but that that's really the gist of the question that I, I got out of it. And you know, that's it it's tough. I mean, it's it's overcomable, absolutely. But it's something we need to think about, and that's you know you heard me talk about on this podcast before. I'm a big fan of introspection because I think when we understand ourselves better, we can answer those questions better. And you know you wouldn't believe it, maybe because I'm on camera here, and hopefully a few people are listening to this. But I'm an introvert, and. Not ashamed of it. It's it's part of who I am. I I, I you know the things and the, the ways that I process things. I'm an introvert, but yet I have to still market companies. So let's get into it. I have a love hate relationship with marketing. Really, I've got to do what? All I want to do is farm. Welcome to the SI Farmer Podcast. If you want to market your farm, farm based business, or craft food business directly to the consumer, this is the place for you. Welcome to the show. So. Like I said, I was talking to this guy the other day, and it really brought up the question because it's one that I struggle with quite a bit. You wouldn't – like I said, you might not believe it, but I'm an introvert. Um, and I looked it up this morning because I wanted to be able to talk at least semi-intelligently. The, the concept of introvert versus extrovert was – developed by – was kind of in – you know, kind of invented by a psychiatrist named Carl Jung back in the early 1900s. And – you know, after reading a little bit about it and trying to understand it a little bit better, it basically comes down to, at least in what I get out of it, it basically comes down to how do you recharge your social battery? Now, I have a, I have a best friend who is exactly the opposite of me. He, when he gets run down emotionally, when he gets stress starts to take over his life, the way that he recharges is being in a group of people. And to me, it's backwards because that drains my battery. Not that I don't like people. I do. I very much like people. But my energy level goes down when I'm around a lot of people. And... When my stress levels go up and my emotional stress goes up, the way that I recharge is I kind of shrink back and I stay in my very quiet bubble with just my wife and my kids. And, and that's, my, that's how I recharge so that I can go back out and be social. And it's, it, it's, it's just – the way we're made. I don't think either one is a bad thing. I don't think either one is better or worse. So it's not, you know, just try, but understanding who we are and how we work is, 
you know, it's important. So I, when I go to market businesses, one of the things that I try to understand, especially, you know, when, when I, I work with clients is I try to understand the type of people that they are because I don't want to ask somebody to go out and be on camera twice a week selling a product if that's not who they are. I think it's it, 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 it's not good for the person, but it's also not good for the customer because customers, customers gravitate to real. I honestly believe this. There is so much fake out there, and it's getting worse and worse. Um, I saw this. I, I, I watched a, a video the other day, and I was, I've, had a, I've been interested in it for a while, but it's called ChatGPT. You may have heard about it. And it's very intelligent. It can do some amazing, amazing things, but it's not a real person. So, you know, we can, you know, a guy sitting in a corner can write this that, you know, and then you have, you know, write a script in about 30 seconds. And you can upload that to a program that has an artificial intelligence voice that will read the script for you. And. You've got something to work with, and that's, you know, as a video. So you see all of these, you know, you've heard of, you may have heard of deep fake, where it's, we can actually use somebody's voice to make them say things they didn't say, and that's horrible. I mean, it has the potential to be horrible. But I think people in this age and this time of fake want real. And so I try very hard to develop plans and strategies for my customers and clients that are that help them be them and there's nothing wrong with being an introvert it provides it, it poses challenge just like being an extrovert poses challenges but one of the challenges it poses being an introvert is the marketing side because it's a very public we have to talk we have to communicate we have to engage with people and that can be tough. I can tell you in my in the early days of my life, I had a uh, I was I was heading down a path where it put me in front of a large group of people on a regular basis and I did not like it. It took it drained me. I was so stressed, so emotionally drained that it was not it, it wasn't good and especially as a young per, younger person i couldn't i didn't understand how to handle it i didn't have the you know wisdom and maturity i'll say i just i like to say it sounds like I, I know something but you know i didn't have that experience to understand it and learn how to deal with it and it was not good it was not something i enjoyed it turned something that should be you know should have been uh something that's enjoyable the rest of my life and it burned it out where i don't i don't do it anymore and that's like music. I used to be a fairly accomplished musician. Now, I don't play at all because it does not bring me joy. It brings stress. And it shouldn't, but that's just the way my mind associated it over years. So, you know, when we talk about marketing a farm, we have to think about this. We have to communicate with people. And how do you do this when you're an, ex when you're an introvert? Well, let's talk about it. Let's let's kind of get into it. So if you don't like to talk, if you don't, you know, you have to find, and we've talked about it before, we have to find parts of things we like. We have to find something that we enjoy doing. 
maybe you like making graphics. Maybe that picture is something you enjoy. Maybe taking pictures. Maybe it's something. Maybe it, whatever it is, find some piece of it you enjoy. And then every time you do it, make that part. And we talked about this, oh, I don't know whether it was last week or the week before, but it's about, you know, we train our brains to release in, in, in dopamine when we like something. You know, it's our brain's way of rewarding us. It's, it's that mechanism where our brain says, hey, this is good. Well, enjoy it. Enjoy the, the act of taking that, those pictures or creating those graphics or whatever. Maybe it's writing. Maybe you like to write. May, whatever that thing is, find some part of it that you can enjoy, even if you enjoy it only a little because you can build on that. And when you start, you have to start thinking about a strategy because going out there without a, without a plan is just throwing stuff to the wind. We like to have a strategy and a plan in place so that we move forward and, and we progress in a way. So, for example, if you like doing the graphics, I, we, we reviewed a platform called Canva was one we did. And it's easy, simple. To, it, it's fairly easy to learn. There's, there's a lot to it. It's actually not a bad platform. It's fairly easy to learn. And it's a creative outlet. Maybe that's something you enjoy. I don't, you know, but for example, if that's something you enjoy, come up with a strategy of building 10 graphics a month. Maybe it is. And you sit down and in January and you build 10 graphics that are for February. And over the, maybe it's eight and you release two a week and they're, they're, Pictures of the farm with a funny, with a cute quote, or it's, you know, pictures of the farm with a quote that says, hey, we're going to have, uh, you know, we're going to have hay available the first week of June. Maybe it's whatever it is, and you create those and enjoy that process of creating them, and you start posting them, posting them at the appropriate time. So if you're in January and you're producing the graphics for February, when you release those graphics in February and you post them on your social media account, maybe it's Facebook, look at the ones that are successful. Which ones do better? And then learn from that. And as you get more and more, and you maybe you add in video, and you do a video that has motion and movement to it, and you build from, you just like to put the quote with the picture, maybe that's something you enjoy. Again, it's just finding some part of it that you enjoy and build from there. And you'll find over time, whatever it is, you'll get better at it. I mean, it's the way you get good at anything is you repeat it, repetition, repetition, repetition. You repeat it. And when you make mistakes, you learn from those mistakes. You know, I think the other challenge that one of the other challenges you run into being an introvert is you want to shy away from people. And I've seen a lot of introverts that become, you know, it, I, social anxiety is one part of introversion. I, I don't 
generally have that, so I don't fight that battle. But I've seen people that as the crowds get bigger and bigger, the person shrinks more and more, and they become – and they don't mean to. I know I know several people like this, and they don't – I know in their heart they, are, they don't mean to, but they come across more aggressive. I don't even know if aggressive is the right word. Maybe it's uh, – they're short clipped because they're they're nervous, and that comes that can come across to customers. So, uh, you know, one of the things that I you know I, I had a friend like this, and I said, you know, when you get into a, that situation, remember to be extra nice. Take a beat, take a breath, take a take a a. a, a a sip of a sip of water or coffee take a beat and then respond deep breaths help the the anxiety causes a lot more issues in dealing with people because if you're nervous you you know talk to musicians who are on stage i know a guy went on stage played a, an hour long show did a brilliant job of it it was really good when he got off stage, he could not remember what he played. He was so nervous. He could not remember the performance. That social, that anxiety has, can do a lot of bad things. So, you know, remember to, you know, take a breath, take a breath, calm down in your responses. But how do you do that now when you start to your marketing and you have to be in this setting? For example, you know, let's say you have a farm store and maybe you're you have to be in the store, and all of a sudden there's a lot of people in there. Well, all of a sudden your your social anxiety comes up. Remember to take a breath. They're here, you know, uh, you know, just mellow a little bit. Take a deep breath. I think that I think most social anxiety is more built up in our own minds about it, and myself included. That we take a breath. Don't be, you know. Don't be so self-conscious. Be you. Enjoy the mo- try to enjoy the moment. I, I I know in large groups of people, I like to talk to individual people. I love talking to a person. It's one of my favorite things because I love to get to know things about people and share things. And but when you talk in a large group, when I have to do public speaking, when I've had to, uh, when I've done major presentations for uh, conventions and things like that, it is a it's a challenge. It's, you know, we have to get up and now we have to talk to a whole group of people. And you talk about being self-conscious. You know, that's kind of a, a challenge for a lot of people. When we take that back into marketing, now we're talking about our entire job is to talk to groups of people. Now, maybe it's not talk in person to them, but when we, we use our example of, you know, if you like making the graphics, now you make this graphic, it goes out to a lot of people. Now we start getting into something that, you know, do people like it? And, you know, you might – people say, oh, that's goofy. I don't like that. Who cares? Learn from it. Move on. I have um, – a lot of graphic artists have worked for me over the years, and one of the biggest lessons that I have to teach almost all of them when they start is creative – when you – create something out when you create an ad when you create a picture for your company it's creative so by its very nature it's subjective 
you may love it. The next person may absolutely hate it. It's not personal. Don't, and, and this is something especially people who are introverted struggle with this because it's, it's you know, when you, when you, and we keep using the graphic example because it's an easy example to use, but and it works in almost all forms here. But when you do this graphic, you put it on Facebook and some people don't like it or some people comment on it that it may not be as positive as you'd like to hear. You have put this piece of yourself out in the public, which is difficult to do to begin with because you're introverted maybe. So you've, you've put this piece of yourself out there and maybe some people don't like it. Well, that's okay. It's creative. It's subjective. And I always try to teach the guys, that, the guys and girls, uh, guys, men and women who have worked for me over the years, I've always tried to teach them that creative in marketing is subjective. It is trying to accomplish a goal. Not everybody's going to like it. Not everybody's going to like it. And it doesn't matter. It's subjective. If you like it, great. If, you know, when you do client work, when I've done, you know, I've done mountains and mountains of client work. Um, when you do client work, when the client doesn't like it, and they say that, and you just, you know, who cares? You know, great. Okay. What are you, because I'm trying to get their vision out. Right, and what they want, I would put my input in. Obviously, I give them advice and counsel, and but at the end of the day, it's their business. They're writing the check. They get to decide, and so I try to. I'm trying to accomplish the overall goal and them as well, you know, and trying to give them what they want as well. And creative is subjective. It is there. It's a. It's there to accomplish a goal. And I've seen a lot of people. I had a an artist young in her career a graphic artist young in her career who was producing some client work and the client hated it. I mean, hated it with a capital H A T E. And this young woman was in tears crying because she thought it was great. Didn't understand why this client and, and I had to tell her, I had to sit her down and say, you know, I understand you put this little piece of yourself out there and it didn't get well received. Remember, it's creative. It's subjective. What you like and what I like are two totally different things. It doesn't – there's no emotional. I'm not saying because I didn't like the artwork. I'm not saying I don't like you. I'm saying that's not my taste. It doesn't. That's not capturing what I want to capture. That's not the way I see the world. And that's why we have – Take a moment and look at artists. doesn't matter who it is. I mean, you can go to the – I wouldn't recommend it, but you could go to the Museum of Modern Art, which isn't really my thing at all. Not even close. Good Lord. Um, but you can look at that, and this person sees this as an expression of themselves and their beliefs and whatever stuff they want to talk about. Or you can go look at Salvador Dali. Or, you know, you can look at these different artists and maybe it's Monet or Van Gogh or, you know, uh, Leroy Neiman. It doesn't matter who you look at. These artists are just putting their interpretation of what they see on a canvas or however. Ansel Adams was a photographer. Um, you know, you, 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 they're just capturing their vision. It's theirs. 
Other people like it, great. Other people don't like it, who cares? It's about, you, you know, it doesn't matter, especially in the marketing world when we talk about creative. You do the best you can, and you don't let other people's comments or their thoughts on the creative you can't let it bother you because it doesn't matter. Now, the now there's 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 a distinction here that's kind of important to understand because if because somebody doesn't like your work doesn't mean that they don't like you. That's one thing. But what we need to understand is there's a difference between oh this person didn't like my work, didn't like what I did and I put my I put a little piece of myself out there and it didn't get well received. Remember that it's trying to accomplish a goal, and that that goal, whatever marketing goal you've set, whether it's get more customers, whether it is get more engagement with your with your business, with your social media, whether it is, you know, whatever that goal is, if it didn't accomplish that goal, then you need to go back and relook at what you're doing, because there's a difference between oh, this person didn't like my work. Well, that, you know, again, creative is subjective. Who You know, everybody's, you know what they say about opinions. But that doesn't matter as much. What you have to look at is that did it accomplish the goal, which was maybe it's get more engagement in your social media. Maybe it's get more people to ask about your product. Maybe it's, you know, whatever your goal is to make that distinction between they didn't like my creative. It didn't accomplish the goal. Now, sometimes those things are are not mutually exclusive, so somebody cannot like the creative, but it can still accomplish the goal. But if nobody liked the creative and it didn't accomplish the goal, then you probably need to sit back and revisit and go, you know what? Maybe I do need to relook at this. It didn't work. Let's do something different. Don't let it beat you down. Don't let it discourage you. Remember, creative is subjective, but in marketing, that creative is trying to accomplish a goal. And I sort of got off topic here a little bit, but when you're an introvert, putting something out in the world, which is what marketing is, we're trying to put our business and our the, 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 the essence of who our business is out into the world, and that's a personal thing. So, you know, make sure that when you, when you, you look at your business and you look at how you're marketing your business, especially if you're an introvert, take a step back and remember – it's not when somebody doesn't like your creative work, when somebody doesn't like your stuff, it's not a comment on you. You're just trying to get a message across. If it didn't work, do it a different way. And understand the things that make you tick. It is never a bad thing to understand who you are and how you work. I learned a long time ago the things that make, make me tick so I can use that to my advantage and understand where my shortcomings are so I can either work harder at it or understand the things that I need to do to prepare to do those things that are difficult. And with that, I will leave you and I will talk to you next week. Have a wonderful week. Good luck and God bless.